past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Hello, and welcome to The Career Confidant. We're glad that you're joining us today. And today we're going to have a fun conversation with someone that I met taking the training about how to do a mini workshop. And Sarah is a online education expert, has a background in academia, and she's been helping online course creators map out and sell their their best-selling courses. Now, before you leave, if you're not an entrepreneur, we're also going to talk about how this could benefit you as a job seeker or someone who's looking to earn a promotion because many workshops aren't just for entrepreneurs, right? Sarah, thank you so much for joining me. Of course. I'm so excited for this conversation, Marie. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So let's dive in and start with talking a little bit about the difference between a mini workshop and an online course. Yeah, of course. So I think at this point, a lot of us, especially maybe in the last couple of years, have gotten familiar with the concept of, you know, learning online, right? Um, so whether that's taking a course on a business skill that you're trying to learn or some type of software or even a fun hobby, um, we're kind of familiar with taking online courses. And the last few years, I have been teaching people um, how to teach mini workshops because for many of us, we don't have a big production team or want to record modules and modules of videos, or maybe, you know, the idea of creating a course or a huge body of work is kind of overwhelming, but creating like a one-hour workshop, hosting a one-hour online seminar is way more approachable and is a great way to meet people's needs and help people learn something in a short amount of time. You know, we don't all have 20 hours to go through a big course. Right. It's a lot more, um, accessible for the person delivering it, but also for the people that are taking it to think about this mini workshop. And I love the, um, the wording and the language. And I think we forget how important that is. Why don't we just call it a webinar? You know, I think that's a great question. And I think the most important thing here is we all have like baggage when it comes to words. And what I mean by that is you hear the word webinar and you might think of past experiences you've had. And so I think in many circles, webinars have become associated with sales pitches. And so the idea of getting on a webinar, you kind of have that red flag in the back of your head of I'm expecting a pitch. I'm expecting a pitch. I'm expecting this to turn into you know, a sales conversation. And so the word workshop, for one thing, feels really approachable, feels a little more casual. And it also feels like I might leave this getting something done. You know, I might actually accomplish something, not just, you know, sit back and learn, but actually check something off my to-do list. Um, And so we feel like that's really compelling for people who might be buyers or attendees for these workshops. Yeah. And I think that's important that if people are going to do one of these and they call it a workshop, I too think of that as something I'm going to walk away with a worksheet and having done some work, which makes it easier in some ways as a presenter, because you don't have to be on the whole time, perhaps. Mm -hmm. But it does take a little bit more pre-work because you've got to have a worksheet and and things for people to do. But I 
to me, when you say workshop, I kind of expect that. So I'd be thoughtful if you're going to use that word um, that you might put something in it that, as you say, people are going to walk away with something in their in their tool belt, some a new a new tool, or maybe having done some work that they were hoping to do. Absolutely, and like you said, it can be as simple as a worksheet or you know, a checklist or a list of resources. It doesn't have to be something that you spend tons and tons of time creating. Yeah. What are they going to really want to take away? And I know that that's one of the pieces that you teach in your class is what do people really want? What's that takeaway that they're looking for? Because that's what you want to build the workshop around is delivering, you know, at least a piece of that. Um, depending on how much time you're going to spend. So let's talk a little bit more at the beginning. I said that it isn't just for entrepreneurs. How have you helped all types of people and what types of people have you helped create a mini workshop? Yeah, of course. Well, I know, you know, one of the things that you talk about a lot, you know, in this community as part of this show is the idea of free agency and the idea that you you know need to have maybe a little bit of leverage, whether you're job seeking or you know, looking to make a career pivot in the next few years, and I see you know creating and selling a workshop as being you know part of your resume or part of your calling card. You know, it becomes a product you can point at and say, "I created this. Like this is a demonstration of my you know expertise." And so we have um, lots of people in our community who aren't entrepreneurs. Like they're not looking to maybe create a full-time income online. They maybe don't have an existing online business, but creating a workshop that they can, you know, really easily host on a weekend or on an evening becomes something that they can say, Hey, I'm the creator of this thing, or this is an example of my expertise, or I'm known as the person who teaches this thing. And that becomes a huge asset. And it also kind of allows you to write your own destiny, you know, for people who are, you know, in a job that maybe isn't fulfilling all of their needs, or they're looking ahead to making a pivot and saying, Hey, I kind of want to move, you know, into this industry or, or into this, you know, avenue creating a workshop on that topic can help you make that pivot. So instead of waiting and saying, oh, you know, dang it, my job isn't allowing me to use these skill sets or build the skills. I really want to be in a job that lets me do X or lets me talk about Y or lets me work in the topic of Z. You can create a workshop on that and then add that to your resume and say, oh yeah, I've been teaching this topic for years or I've I've helped a hundred people you know, learn how to use this software or learn how to do that thing. So we've we've had many people who have corporate careers. You know, I, I think of um, someone in our community who is a recruiter and has a workshop on how to, you know, do successful salary negotiations. And so it kind of becomes a complement to the work that she does in her corporate career and is just another pillar of her expertise expertise and her brand. We also have people who go a totally different direction and they're looking to have like a little side hustle or something that uses their passion a little bit more. So they might have a stable job that they like, that they maybe don't want to move on from right now. And they decide, you know, I want to teach a workshop on how to make sourdough bread or how to, you know, have a backyard garden. And it's like a fun project that allows them to make an extra you know, $500 a month doing something that they're really excited about. So there's kind of a couple of different avenues that it can work. 
Yeah, I love that. In my, I go live every Tuesday and last Tuesday I was talking about how people get so focused on, you know, what am I going to post on LinkedIn, especially in my circle and that creating something then gives you things to post anywhere, especially on LinkedIn. And I was talking about podcasts and being a podcast guest because it's fairly easy. Being a, or creating a workshop might be a little bit more of an investment, but then you have sound bites, you have video clips, mm-hmm. you have, um, you know, testimonials. And I think if someone's really looking to become a sub- subject matter expert, we'll get to, you know, what are the pros and cons of charging for it or not, but it can be a great way just to put some of your content out there and have content now that even outside of the workshop, you could share in little bits. So I love that idea for people who are thinking about all of those reasons. I love, I love that you highlighted the fact that it gives you something to talk about. You know, it gives you something where you can, you know, get on your soapbox and say, this is what I believe about this topic. Or, you know, have you ever had questions about this goal or this process? I have a workshop all about that. And so it gives you something to have conversations about or something to riff on. And, you know, in the era of having a personal brand, being able to point to a product that you've created, I think is really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, I think this is something that people struggle with when they are employed is that you, if you aren't working on your brand, then you have to try even that much harder when something happens. And so I love your stories of the people that are doing the thing on the side, not that they would want to turn that into a job if something happened, but they'd have a little source of income and they'd have a personal brand. They'd have a community that may be oriented in a different direction, but still has a heart for them and can help them with whatever it might be that they need when they're looking to make that transition. And I love the community that you all have created around your many workshops. And obviously I've created a community around my career work, but it's not just about the course, right? It's also about this community that you create of people who's interested in that topic. Absolutely. I think we often compare having a workshop to the concept of writing a book, you know, where it's, oh, you have this thing that you've written. You can say, I'm the author of this. I'm the creator of this. I'm the writer of this. But the reason we love workshops uh, is that it it does have that personal aspect. You know, it's different than a book, which you can do a lot of powerful work in writing a book. I'm all about that. But it's an impersonal thing. You know, people are reading words on a page. It's very different than getting into a Zoom room with 20 people, you know, having that face-to-face moment. Or even if it is a recorded video, they're still getting to see your face, hear your voice. You might be engaging. You might be answering questions. And you're building your network in a really powerful way. Yeah, I love that. And for people who feel like they don't have enough whatever time, interest, ideas to write a book, uh, this is a great way to get started. And as you said, there's some pros to doing it, uh, maybe even in addition to those that you would have in writing a book. So I love that. Um, it's a great way to get started. And remember, it's a mini, <laughs> right? It's a mini yeah. workshop. And by the way, what what do you think about when you think of mini? Is there a time frame around that? You know, it's not hard and fast, but for most people, we recommend 60 minutes 
or in that range. And just like you said, it's not a book. You don't need to write a hundred thousand words. You just need to show up with 60 minutes of powerful content that people can say, Hey, that gave me a light bulb moment that answered a question that I've had that helped me, you know, actually get this thing done. That's been on my to-do list for a while. I can walk away, you know, feeling happy, feeling like I learned something. And I think 60 minutes is really approachable for anyone. Like, you know, even if you feel like, oh, I'm not the best person in the world at this. I don't know everything. I think everyone in the world has something that you can help other people get 1% better or 5% better or 10% better in 60 minutes. Mm, I love that. What a great note to end on. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about charging for your, your workshop And what does that look like and how do you get started? We'll take a short break and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Connect with us and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and we've been talking with Sarah Tempty about how you can create a workshop, a mini workshop, to either you know build your business or to have some fun outside of work, maybe build a side business. There's a lot of different reasons that we've talked about in terms of building this mini workshop, Sarah. So when we're thinking about it, and you said you've had people do this on all kinds of fun topics how do people choose the topic for their mini workshop? That's a great question, right? That's where it all starts. And I think step number one is getting clear on what your goal is for the workshop. So for people who are business owners, if the goal is I want to get a client, we recommend doing a workshop that becomes a great intro to the work that you do. So if someone owns 
you know, an ad agency and wants to, you know, sign a client for marketing, they might do a workshop that appeals to local business owners who are maybe trying to bootstrap their own marketing and teaches them step one of, you know, getting social media profiles set up or getting more followers on Instagram or getting more subscribers on their email list. And so for those people, we say, what is, you know, step one, what is what would help someone become a great client or get them excited about becoming a client or take the first step in a process that you can then help them with. Now, if someone is looking to do a passion project type workshop, they've got a job and they want to start something on the side that lets them teach something they're really interested in, whether that's a hobby or a craft or just something they're really excited about. In that case, sometimes it really comes down to audience. Oftentimes that person is starting with a smaller audience. You know, they're, they're not a social media influencer. They don't have a million followers online. And so we look at, well, where, you know, what are the people who maybe are following you or are in your network who'd be interested in that? And what questions are they already asking? So how can you create a workshop? You know, let's say, I mentioned this one earlier. Let's say you want to, you love baking and you want to do a workshop on how to bake amazing sourdough bread. You might, you know, hop into a couple Facebook groups on baking and look for the questions that people are asking and then talk about a workshop you're doing that answers that question, whether it's how to shape an amazing loaf or how to start your first sourdough starter. So if you're starting from scratch and wanting to do, you know, a passion project workshop, I recommend looking for those hot topics that people on the internet are already looking for and asking questions about. And then for the career person who is looking to create a workshop that becomes part of their resume and becomes something they're known for, becomes a part of their personal brand, uh, I really recommend choosing a topic that, you know, sets them up as that expert. So what is a topic? What is, what is the thing you want to be known for? You know, I think of um, Tom, someone in our community who was, a, is a consultant for companies and helps executives and leaders with speaking skills, you know, he created a workshop on that exact topic specifically for uh, people he wanted to be hired for. So he, he created a workshop on speaking skills for uh, consultants and leaders in a specific industry. And that kind of got the attention of, you know, people that he wanted to get connected with on LinkedIn or in other industry circles when they're like, oh, Tom is leading this workshop about this. Or, oh, he's the guy who talks about this specific method of being concise and confident in the way that you speak. And that ended up, you know, getting him some great connections in the industry. So it kind of, it really depends on your goals. Um, but there's a couple different ways of looking at it. Yeah, the Facebook groups is an awesome way to see what people are asking about and get engaged with that community. Of course, people do want to be careful not to be salesy. You can connect with people to do conversations and find out what their challenges are as you're in development. I think that's a great way to build your network and connect with people. And then you do just want to be careful about the pushing in the group. Most groups will remove you if you're pushing your course in their group. (laughs) But I love it for the research and building the community for sure. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely recommend, you know, it's not supposed to be a pitch fest. Don't go in there and try to, you know, sell your workshop or promote your workshop right off the bat. One of the things we recommend is, 
you know, maybe doing a poll in a Facebook group. So just let people know, Hey, I'm, you know, thinking about creating a workshop on this topic and I'm, I've got a bunch of ideas and I'm kind of torn. I would love to get your feedback on which topic sounds most interesting to you and then do a poll with three or four, you know, different examples of specific things you might talk about or specific things you might teach. And that way you're just asking for peer to peer feedback. You're not trying to pitch anything or promote anything. And it gives you the opportunity then to start conversations with the people who vote or the people who comment again, without turning someone else's Facebook group into, you know, a pitch situation. Yeah, no, it's a great, I I really love that opportunity for people to connect and learn. And then you find out too, if your topic isn't spot on, you're going to put a lot of effort into it and not have anybody show up. So might as well put that effort in at the beginning to make sure that it's a good fit. Absolutely. We talk with people all the time that it is disappointing to put something out there and get lackluster results or, you know, get crickets, so to speak, when you post about something. But we always say, man, it's better to find out now than down the road when you've created all your slides or created a signup page or prepared the content, you know, better to find out right at the beginning if this is a topic that people are excited to show up for or not so much. Right. So you, we alluded to this earlier, you recommend that people pay for their or charge for their workshops. I'm guessing that a lot of people listening, especially those who might be thinking about doing this as a resume builder might be hesitant to do that. Tell me why, why that's the philosophy. Yeah, of course. There's a couple reasons. So for one thing, we think it adds credibility. There's so much free content online right now. And so there's thousands and thousands of people producing free YouTube videos or, you know, live streams or trainings. And those things are awesome. We love free content. But there is a difference between saying, oh yeah, I've created a free training. You know, I have free videos out there online and hosting a paid event, you know, hosting a workshop that people have bought tickets for and people have put on their calendar and people have showed up to an hour to hang out with you virtually or, you know, bought the recording. Uh, So we see it as a a different uh, type of leverage. You know, back to that book example, it's different to say, you know, I'm an author. I've created this book that people have bought that's sitting on people's bookshelves. That's different than writing a blog, right? And there are times where writing a blog makes sense. It's not a bad thing, but there is a difference in kind of the weight and the authority that a blog post and a book carry, right? A book is going to be a little bit more authority seen as a little bit more credible. And we see workshops as the same sort of thing, hosting a paid event that people have you know, paid for and shown up for is a little bit different than if it's a free thing that's just floating around online. So there's a place for free content. Absolutely. And sometimes you need to start there because you maybe don't have an audience. You don't have much of a following. You're not quite at the point where having a paid event makes sense, but we do recommend, you know, doing that paid workshop if you're looking to do it as a resume builder. Yeah. And you might do like a teaser for free, maybe 15 minutes or going on a podcast, do mm-hmm. an interview, right? You do something to kind of work into that paid workshop. Yes, of course. 
you know, if people, if you are starting from scratch and people don't see you as an expert yet, we often recommend, you know, do a 30 day sprint where you, you know, post a few articles on LinkedIn or, you know, do a live stream on Facebook or on Instagram, you know, wherever you're choosing to build your brand, um, talking about this topic or answering a couple questions, doing, uh, some, expertise building. So people see, oh, you know, she knows what she's talking about, or I've had questions about that. And that article really helped me. Or she did a live stream on the three top mistakes to avoid around this topic. And that was really insightful. And that way, when you do promote a paid workshop that has a little more of a tangible outcome, people have that trust built with you a little bit from your free content. Yeah. And the great part about that is that you could work as you're and you're like double dipping, right? Where you're doing that as you're creating your workshop mm-hmm. content, you're putting a little tiny bit of it out there while you're creating your workshop and it builds on itself. It, it goes together. So I love that idea because then it can make the workshop creation process less overwhelming and yeah, the content creation process less, less overwhelming. That's so insightful, Marie, because you know, creating anything can feel a little bit overwhelming. And time and time again, I have had light bulb moments from engaging with real people. And so when you, you know, put a little article out or write a post about something and then someone comments on it, or you have a you know conversation via private message, or you go back and forth with someone, it helps me understand better what people are looking for as well. So that helps me create workshop content also by seeing, oh, this really landed for people. Oh, people had a bunch of questions about that and I didn't expect that. Or people responded to this really well. And that also helps me create that 60 minute workshop that's really going to land for people. That people are going to say, that was so helpful. That was so worth my money. That was so worth my time. So it's kind of a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And then it becomes kind of a co-collaborative process of building your content and not just you putting the idea out there, as we talked about getting the topic and then running with it and still kind of wondering if this is the good fit, you can get that, which is going to hit people as you go through, if you're putting it a little bit of it out there and letting people engage with it. Um, Such a fun idea. And then as you are thinking about what to charge, um, what, how do you decide how much to charge? Yeah. So again, in most cases, the purpose of putting out a workshop is not to pay your bills or be the main income stream for your business. So we're not recommending charging, you know, 500 bucks, a thousand bucks for a training. Not at all. This is meant to be a really accessible part of your work. So I'll use that book analogy again, $10, $20, $30, something that's an impulse buy for the people you're wanting to reach, something that makes it easy for them to pay for so that as long as they're excited about the topic and excited about learning this thing with you or getting a chance to ask you questions, it's a no-brainer. And it's just having that cost attached to it in order to create a little bit of extra credibility, turn it into a product versus just free content on the internet and getting an extra level of investment from the people who are showing up. You know, the people who are showing up, it's not just, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. I'm going to enter my email and never look at that again. It's something that they're actually putting on their calendar, showing up for, and that's a way better way to 
help them get results and build your network with them. Yeah, I do think that investment of people actually planning to attend because they've paid is the number one reason. <laughs> because when yeah. you do that, you're going to put your effort into put to doing the workshop. And I've heard people getting like 20, 30% show rates for free events. Yeah. And that, you know, you get them on your list, whatever. But I want a show, I, you know, I want people to show up to engage with me and to learn this content that I'm putting together. And you're much more likely to have people do that when you actually charge for the event. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll finish chatting with Sarah about uh, your mini workshop and how you can make that a reality. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Say It Skillfully is my new radio show about being who you really are and saying what you think needs to be said. This is your host, Molly Chang. Call in and I'll help you find the right words to tackle any difficult conversation or ticklish situation you've been avoiding. Whether you're part of a small project team or leading a giant company, the more you accept that you are part of the problem, the faster you can be part of the solution. Learn how to be happier, healthier, and more productive at work and in life. Join me live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on The Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Tune in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we're talking with Sarah about how you can make a little bit mini workshop magic, no matter what it, you what goal you might have for creating your mini workshop. So Sarah, we were just tar- talking about what to charge. And I, I just got to thinking that some people, if they're not in business, may not have a payment processor. What is like the easiest, fastest way for them to get started taking registrations and charging for their event? I'm so glad you asked because I love to get tactical and you're totally right easy to think, oh, this is a great idea. I love the idea of having a mini workshop on my resume 
or out there for my audience. And dang it, where do I start? And I recommend keeping this part really simple. There's tons of fancy schmancy softwares that look really pretty and make it really difficult when you're just getting started. So for your very first workshop, I recommend taking payments in a really simple way. I've got two recommendations. One is just using PayPal. So you can create a payment link with the PayPal business app, literally download it on your phone. Um, you can create, you know, the, you know, you'll create a product, title it the name of your workshop, put your price in, whether you want to charge $10, $15, $29, whatever floats your boat. And then you have a custom link that you can, you know, send to anyone who's interested in your workshop. The other one that's really great is Gumroad. Gumroad is a uh, checkout page builder and um, it, they have a free plan. So they have paid plans that have some different stuff going on, but their free plan is really awesome. And with their free plan, you can build a checkout page. You can customize it, you know, add a little photo, uh, put the price in. There's space to put a nice description of your workshop. I think their checkout pages look really nice, work really well, and are also really intuitive to build. So that will let you build an entire checkout page versus just creating a payment link. And it's a pretty easy way to do it. Their free plan is really great. It's all you need. Um, and either of those work really well when you're just getting started. Ah, I love that. I had, had not heard of Gumroad. I'll have to check that one out. Thank you. For sure. It's an awesome one. I love it. So let's say someone's going to do this, right? They're going to go out there. They've thought about their topic. They took some of your advice to get that topic down and they're putting their workshop together. Tell me some of your stories, some of your experiences. What do you see happen when people create a workshop? What doors that does that open? What type of results can people expect? Absolutely. Uh, Man, we have so many fun ones. I personally love the stories where someone who is just getting started, this is the first thing they've ever done maybe for their personal brand or outside of their career. And they put their topic out there. They maybe don't have a huge audience, but they you know, talk about their workshop really consistently for a week or two. They get maybe five or 10 people to sign up and they come back and say, that was the most rewarding thing that I've done in years. You know, they've maybe felt a little bit in a box in their career. And they say, I had so much fun. I had no idea I was going to enjoy presenting so much. People asked such good questions. People stayed the whole time. You know, the chat was just jumping. People were, you know, asking me such great questions. People were having insights and people are already sending me emails or messages saying that was so amazing that was the best way i could have spent my wednesday night you know that really helped me figure this out or i've been wanting to learn this thing for years and your workshop finally helped me do it so for me that's one of the biggest wins is people seeing oh this actually can be really simple building my personal brand or making some money online or doing this thing that i'm passionate about doesn't actually have to look like creating a huge program or taking on, you know, private clients, it can actually look like just spending an hour on zoom, teaching something that I'm really excited about and having a great time with humans who have paid and shown up and want to be here with me. So that's really fun. And of course, there's also the way that a mini workshop impacts your business or your career. So we have people who have, um, 
you know, gotten speaking engagements by doing their workshop. You know, someone showed up at the workshop and unbeknownst to them, you know, runs a conference on this topic or, you know, has a podcast on this topic. And so they get invitations to speak on stages or to be interviewed on podcasts because they've put themselves out there as a, you know, subject matter expert. We also have people who have gotten, you know, freelance gigs or, you know, side hustle consulting gigs where it's like, maybe again, they're still holding down a job, but someone on their workshop says, I would, you know, really love to pay for an hour of your time or talk with you about this every month or get your personal help with this thing. Um, whether it's redesigning their website or writing a resume or, um, learning how to use Photoshop, like whatever skill is being taught in the workshop, people are, you know, getting clients from that. Um, we also have people who have come back and said, I have wanted to, you know, leave my job for years. And with this workshop, I made, you know, the first money outside of my job that I ever had, you know, I made, you know, 20 people signed up for my workshop and I made 500 bucks or 10 people signed up for my workshop. And one of them hired me, you know, as a coach on this topic for the next couple months for $3,000. And I finally actually like have the confidence and believe that I can turn this passion of mine into something. I can take this idea or this thing that I've learned and become an expert in, and I can actually get paid to teach this. And this might make a meaningful difference in my life or my family's life. Cause now I'm making 500 extra bucks a month, or now I've made $3,000. And that gives me the confidence to go out and land another client and maybe make a bigger pivot than I ever could have imagined. Yeah. I bet that's so fun to see people from all these different areas of life, creating workshops. And as you said, you might create it for one reason, and it's good to have those goals but then it often also takes on a, a mind of its own. Um, I was just wondering, and this may be a hard question, but yeah. what are what should people set their goals as or our expectations? I think sometimes we mm-hmm. set them too low and sometimes we set them too high. What, what do you suggest? Oftentimes this comes back to the resources and the assets that you're starting with. And that's different for everyone. So we've had people who sell 500 tickets to their online workshop because they have a network for that. You know, they've been building relationships on LinkedIn for years or building their own Facebook group for years. And so they finally announce a way for people to pay them and it catches like wildfire. We've also had other people starting in a completely different situation where 500 tickets sold is not going to happen. But a huge win for them is getting 10 people to come to their workshop. We've had so many people say, dang it, I, I don't know that I'm ready to do this because I have you know, 100 people on my email list and I have some connections on LinkedIn, but I don't think any of them are the target market for this. You know, I don't even know, you know, is this even worth it? And what we recommend is if you feel like there is 100 people in your network, it's worth going for this because if you can get, you know, it, it's realistic to get 10 to 20 of those people to sign up. So if you have a hundred people that you personally know that you're in a networking group with that are on your email list, that are, 
you know, connections on LinkedIn. If you can add all of those groups of people up and get a hundred people that you, you know, have those personal connections with, it's absolutely worth doing a workshop because you can get 10 or 15 attendees. And that is actually a needle mover. Like you never know who those people are going to be. You never know what questions they're going to ask that are going to open up other doors, which one of them is going to want to hire you or is going to be the person that becomes a reference for you or that invitation to a speaking gig. And those 10 people give you that motivation to actually create the thing. So if you've been sitting on an idea saying, oh, I really need to work on my personal brand, or I really want to start a side hustle, and you've been in learning mode, just soaking up all of the great information that's out there for the last several months, I think getting 10 people signed up is a great motivation and accountability saying, dang it, I've got to go create the thing now. You know, I'm on the line for this now because I've got 10 signups and that can be the motivation you need to actually build your workshop and have a product that's out there online with your name on it. I love it. And one person, right? Sometimes we forget. Now, doing a workshop with one person would be hard, but you impacting one person has such a huge value. And it's not about having 100 people registered for your webinar or your workshop, it's about impacting those people that show up and, uh, and you, you know, you do that with everything that you do, Sarah. And I love your work. I love what you all are doing with your mini workshop. It's mini workshop magic, right? That's it. Yeah. I love it. Tell people how they can find you. Where should they follow you and learn more about what you're doing? Yeah, of course. Well, for anyone who's curious about how creating a mini workshop might help them in their career, in their life, in their business, uh, you can check out our business website. It's wakeuptofreedom.com. You can also go straight to miniworkshopmagic.com if you want to grab our workshop on workshops, very meta. But yeah, I would I would love for just to point people right back to our wakeuptofreedom.com website. That's the easiest way to follow along, see what we're up to, learn a little bit more about um, workshops. And we've got lots of stories there of people in all different niches and industries who've created awesome workshops. Yeah. And part of also your, what you talk about is making it easier, making it automated. And so I'd encourage people to think that about as well. Maybe not the first time you're delivering your mini workshop, but how could you turn it into something that would be evergreen that people could purchase and benefit from on an ongoing basis because there's so much opportunity out there as well to keep it efficient, impact a lot of people and have that going. So Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Wake up to freedom and you have a Facebook page as well. And uh, just thank you so much for sharing all your ideas. This was a blast. Thanks for having me, Marie. Yeah, so we're going to take a short break. We're going to say goodbye to Sarah. We're going to come back and close up here on The Career Confidant with some major takeaways and kind of a little checklist that you can use to take this information and move it forward. So thank you so much to Sarah, and we'll be right back here on The Career Confidant. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. 
you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Are you a business owner, 1099 contractor, part-time employee, or volunteer who needs group health coverage you can actually afford? Do you know a nonprofit who would benefit from unlimited zero-cost funding? How about cost reduction, school safety, mental health wellness, and more? All these and more are fair game on Finding Certainty. If you want more certainty in your own life, you are not alone. Join us each Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Find your own brand of certainty and realize your personal American dream with Finding Certainty, hosted by Patrick Lang. Let's unwrap the certainty experience together. Defeat the Chaos with Corey Harris and Julie Traxler hits on topics every week that affect small business owners across this country. They provide insights that show entrepreneurs how to reduce stress, wear fewer hats, and work shorter hours. Take your business from being owner-dependent and stagnant to growth-ready and process-driven every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Tune in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we were talking with Sarah Tempty from Wake Up to Freedom and Mini Workshop Magic. And we were talking about how really anyone could use this as a tool to get their thought leadership out there. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to be a business owner to do this, although it's great for business owners. It gets that opportunity for you to share your expertise, to engage with others. I love that she pointed that out, you know. Different from what you get in, in if you write a book, and of course, that's a great tool as well. But even if you have a book, doing a workshop for, for your business or for your career might be a great opportunity. And if a book feels overwhelming, here you go. Here's another tool that you can use. A workshop is an opportunity to share your expertise with others and perhaps give them an opportunity to do some work, right? We'll call it a workshop do some work, get some value, get something done, something checked off their to-do list. I think it's important to recognize that you don't have to be like the world's leading expert in something to offer a webinar or a workshop, especially a workshop. A webinar, people maybe expect to sit there and, and take in from you to learn. A workshop, there's a little bit of that, but there's also this opportunity to do, to to get something done, to and you don't have to be the world's leading expert in your topic to create a structure, to create something that would help people take that next step in their business, in their in their work. And so I could see people doing this in any kind of work 
if you are an engineer, could you put a workshop together on, you know, using Excel at whatever it might be that you think people in your industry might want to know a little bit more about, or that they want to do something that they never get time to do? What are those things that people in your industry may want to know a little bit more about that you know about, or something they want to do that they never get time to do? When you think about it that way, what would you put together in that workshop? And then as we were talking about in terms of choosing your topic, go into those community groups, Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, wherever your community is engaging. Reddit might be a great place for this just to see what types of questions people are asking about that topic. What types of questions are people asking about your topic? What are the the conversations around that topic? Can you pose a question and see what people respond? Again, you're not going to want to sell your workshop. You're, You're just getting ideas. You're testing your topic in those groups. Once you start to test your topic idea, then as, as Sarah and I were talking about putting together some content that you share, but also questions that you ask as you're sharing that content to get people's feedback, to get people's engagement. Now you're building your community, you're building your conversation around this topic, and you're building your content. Look at that community content and your confidence towards this topic. So as you're doing that, you are putting together your workshop content. And when you get to then delivering your workshop, now you have some ideas, you've had some conversations with people about these ideas, and you've seen what other people are doing in that space, and that's very powerful. So we're thinking about how do we put that all together and be able to speak to our our topic and what we want out of that workshop. So when I think about putting that part of it together, then the hard part comes for for many of us, you know, what do you charge? And as Sarah said, it's not about making a huge amount of money off of this, depending on where you are in your business, where you are in your career, what makes sense for you and for your level of clients? What other charges are you seeing for webinars on that topic? Remembering not to compare yourself to the free information that's out there. That's great. You're going to use some free information when you're doing the build up to your marketing. The workshop's going to be different. It's going to be more in depth. It's going to give people some tools that they can take away. They're going to do something. They're going to learn something more than they might from a free webinar. Don't need to compare yourself to a free webinar. Just tell them what they're going to get from yours and the value that they're going to get. Charge what feels comfortable for you somewhere, I would say between 20 and $50. I charged $14 for a challenge. Um, and it, it just, I don't know, it was weird. It was like too little. I think people felt like it was weird. So I would recommend at least 20 bucks and um, probably no more than 75 or 80, depending on your customers and the level of expertise that you're bringing to the situation. Remember, this is a 60 to 90 minute mini workshop, right? So when we're doing the charge piece, as uh, Sarah shared, just to keep it simple, if you don't have a system, you can use PayPal. You can even use some of the other, you know, you could use Venmo depending on how you're doing it, Cash App, whatever other options might be that you have access to. Number one thing is that it's easy for people to pay you. I'm definitely going to check out the 
uh, gum road that Sarah recommended as well, we do really consider charging for this workshop. You have other free content you're putting out. You're going to put out free content, working your way up to the workshop. This is your time. You with a, a small group, they're going to get some great value from sitting there and, and working with you and not just consuming your content, but doing some work in the area that they want to get that work done. And that time, right? That time carved out has so much value to work on this topic that you're putting out there. Then you want to deliver and you want to make sure that you deliver well, no matter how many people show up. Um, In the past couple of years, you know, COVID's been rough and things have been challenging. I went to a workshop that was an all day workshop and the person only had four people sign up and they didn't really deliver because of that. You know, the energy wasn't there. I get that. Either show up a hundred percent, like you totally oversold and you're awesome. You're, you're loving it or cancel it and refund people's money. Don't be halfway. Don't be half-hearted because where the way you show up there, that is your brand. And people are going to walk away talking about that event one way or the other, right? So be prepared, deliver, be engaged, be there, be present, give it your all. And, and if whatever reason you can't do that, refund people's money and reschedule, try again. People will honor that much more than if you halfway show up um, for the money that they've paid. Now, then you've got to figure out your follow-up. If you're not looking to pay something, your follow-up's all about community, building that community, having that group of people that is interested in this topic. Uh, maybe it will turn into something later, Whoever, who knows, right? But build that community. Don't just let people drop after the event. You can use automation here. Do something to follow up after that event so that they, they know that you're you care about them more than just that one-off attendee of your event. Of course, if you are trying to sell something, um, you know, you can figure out how you want to do that. If you're doing a workshop, I recommend you don't do a huge pitch inside the workshop. Do it in your follow-up. You might be, uh, you might be surprised at how much you can get out of that. If you're doing a sales pitch webinar, frame it differently. Keep it separate from this mini workshop where you're really delivering content, delivering value and charging for that value that you're delivering. We have some great speakers lined up for you here on the Career Confidant. Excited to um, have some folks joining us these next few weeks. If you have any suggestions or any other questions, I love your feedback. You can email me at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at careerthoughtleaders, with an S at the end, dot com. And we will see you right back here again next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.